0: Remembrance of things past is not necessarily remembrance of things as they were. Marcel Proust. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast. Where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend i'm paul and in today's episode we're not taking on a set of myths concerning a specific person event or era but rather a phenomenon or revisionist history and the myths that come with it That seems to be a constant throughout history the false notion of the quote good old days It may seem to many that the Make America Great Again slogan that helped propel Donald Trump to the presidency in 2016 was a new and to some a sinister development. In reality, it wasn't. Most today either forget or never knew that in his 1932 campaign for the White House, Franklin Roosevelt's campaign song was Happy Days Are Here Again. The song remained the Democratic Party's unofficial theme song until around the time Bill Clinton decided he liked Fleetwood Mac better with their song, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow, more a look forward than back. Bill Clinton notwithstanding, it is and always has been politically advantageous, especially for the party currently not in power, to appeal to the good old days. The same is true of our view of history, where nostalgia can often overwhelm the actual facts. This is particularly true when current times are difficult. So let's look at just a few instances where people have looked back wistfully on the good old days of a certain era and then burst these sweet nostalgia bubbles. I could pick just about any time in history and find someone who thinks it was better than now, but we'll stick to a couple of major ones. Going back to Donald Trump's 2016 slogan as a starting point, If America needed to be made great again, it means that we are not great now, or at least weren't before his election, and we need to return to when we were great. So the slogan clearly refers to some actual point in American history, and from the rest of his rhetoric, it isn't hard to pin down when. For those alive today who are old enough to even be nostalgic, and many of his supporters would fall into that category, It would have to be after the end of World War II, because no one wants to go through that nightmare again, but before the chaotic times following the deaths of John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King and the Vietnam War. So the most likely period America was great in the minds of Trump supporters would be the decade of the 1950s. Now, to be sure, this was a time of explosive economic growth at home, with perhaps the most benign former war hero president ever in Dwight Eisenhower. It's a time immortalized in television shows like The Donna Reed Show and Leave it to Beaver. So, in other words, it seems innocent and idyllic. That is, until you consider that in much of the U.S. at the time, you would encounter segregated schools, public facilities, and even water fountains. Across the South, groups like the Daughters of the Confederacy were erecting monuments to Civil War leaders apparently themselves convinced that the good old days were actually pre-Civil War and not their own time as some think today. In the 1950s, smallpox had not yet been eradicated. At the end of that decade, women earned roughly 60% of what men did for the same job. The Cold War with the Soviets was in full swing, with the threat of nuclear annihilation ever present, and more than 33,000 Americans died in the Korean War from 1950 to 1953. And those are just some of the highlights. Not exactly a Garden of Eden time, viewed honestly. But, as I said earlier, Make America Great Again is just one of the most recent cases of good old days syndrome. In Europe, post-communism, it's taken an even stranger aspect, with some East Germans, still suffering economically 30 years after reunification, looking back on communism in the East German police state with fondness, they conveniently ignore the atrocities committed by the regime, especially by the Stasi or secret police. There are also groups in Russia who look back nostalgically on the time of Stalin, perhaps second only to Hitler in terms of brutal madness. They look back to a glorious time in Russian history, a glorious time when tens of millions died from starvation, political purges and hard labor in the gulags. This nostalgic revisionism often goes beyond mere wishing to be back in those so-called better times, however. Authoritarian strongmen from Slobodan Milosevic to Muammar Gaddafi to Saddam Hussein to Vladimir Putin, and yes, Hitler and Stalin as well, have pushed the false narrative of days of glory past in order to rally support and oppress dissent in the present. There are real dangers in this nostalgic historical revisionism. When you refuse to confront the truths of the past head-on, you can very easily carry the errors and mistakes of that past along into the future. If you try to whitewash the ugly parts of the past in favor of pie-in-the-sky ignorance, you continue to repeat those ugly parts while being baffled about where they came from. It's a vicious cycle that must be broken. Any honest view of history will acknowledge both good and bad from every era. And time does not march backward, only forward. By looking honestly at our past, rather than idealizing it, maybe we can finally start to make now the good old days we all long for. We'll see you next time.